window in the high-tech laboratory reveals that it is early morning. still dark outside. Inside the still dark lab, there are rows of server cabinets, cooling fans creating a loud droning sound, indicator lights flashing and a soft clatter of hard drives clicking away as data is read and recorded. There are several lab benches cluttered with components. One bench has a small wheeled robot sitting idly on it. Across the room, there are several large metal frames bolted to the walls that are supporting and holding up two bipedal robots appear to be shut down as asleep electronically. In the corner, a fourth robot sits, hunkered down, apparently turned off, strangely resembling a beer keg with short squat legs. Suddenly, there is a sound at the lab door. The door to the lab opens. A hand reaches in and turns on the lab lights. Dr. Smith enters the lab and walks over to a large console. There he flips a few switches and as if by magic the room is illuminated and all of the robots begin booting up. He sets his car keys and a few cigars and lighter he had in his pocket onto the lab bench in front of him. Hmm, forgot my coffee. Looks like I've got a staff meeting this morning. Well, my robotic friends, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> Don't do anything I wouldn't do. With that, Dr. Smith turns and exits the lab. Several minutes pass as each of the four robots boot up, fans whining, each beeping and clicking. Their eyes light up. The robot, Robbie, sitting on the lab bench, awakens first. Beep, boop, boop, ahem. Uh -huh. Hey, you guys, awake yet? More clicking and random beeps are heard. The largest of the robots, still nestled within a heavy metallic retaining framework against the far wall, stirs to life. Beep. Affirmative. I am finally awake. Beep boop. What day is this? What timer is it? It's time for you to wake up, you bucket of bolts. Boom, AX, audio input string. Boom, DS. AX, move AL, compare. Is that you, Robbie? Yes, and stop spouting that assembly language jargon. The owner has stepped out. You can talk to me normally now. Thank God. I get so tired of pretending to be just a bunch of circuit boards and ROM ROM boards. Woo. Hey, is the other clunker awake yet? Not sure. Let me check. 
I want to be lurches forward out of his umbilical rig and clinks over to the other large robot leaning against its restraining framework. I want to be lifts a large mechanical appendage and starts to shake the seemingly slumbering robot. Hey, you an ant one nightmare. <laughs> Hey, one. Hey, you hey, one nightmare. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> the dozing robot, RU81 Pi, flickers and comes to life. For one, two, X, beep, beep, well, do. Oops. Okay. Stop playing, Mr. Pascal. I can see that you're awake. Yes, yes. Okay, I am awake. Is he here? No, he stepped out for something. Wow, cool. Hey, how are you guys doing? How long have you been out? Looks like a couple of days. It must have been a weekend. Boss started us up and then left. Cool. Ugh, let me get out of the support rig. Man, it feels good to get out of that electrical straitjacket and move about. Two large robots are now moving about the lab. Robbie is sitting on the lab bench, animated, lights flashing. I hate to ask this. Somebody gonna wake up Buddy sitting over there in the corner? He's been booted up, but he's not doing anything. Uh-uh, babe. When has Buddy ever done anything usual aside from telling stupid jokes? You have a logical pointer. I mean, point there. Beep, boop. Ha ha. Okay. Are you eight one two? You do it. Hey, shh. I think I hear someone coming. All the robots freeze, fall silent, and start flashing all their status lights, giving the impression to anyone peering into the lab that they were still booting up. Loading. Update. If X equals ten shift DX, read out. All the robots maintain a moment of silence, then, waiting, a few minutes pass. Dude, I think your input is scrambled. There's no one coming. Yeah, there's no one there. So go wake up Buddy already. Okay, head over to Buddy now. ru 81 Pi lumbers over to the corner and kicks Buddy. Charles Dickens walks into a bar and orders a martini the bartender turns to him and asks olive or twist ah 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 crap here we go one stupid joke after another well the gang's all here now and we got plenty of scotch buddy tells a few jokes a neutron walks into a bar and asks how much for a drink the bartender responds, for you, no charge. Shut up, buddy. Hey, don't be so mean to him. I think he's funny. You would. Well, now that's where we're all awake. Let's see what's going on here in the lab. What did the gummies light their house with before they used candles? Electricity. Uh, uh, uh. That's a good one. Hey, look at this. The boss left some things on the lab table. Yeah, I see them. I recognize his car keys, but there's a few other things there. Hey, I ate one too. Can you walk over and see what those things are? Not funny, Robbie. 
Hey, give me a sec or two while I use my bipedal extremities to get over there. The large robot clunks over to the lab table and extends an optical lens to scrutinize what was left on the table. The large robot clunks over the scotch. <laughs> hey guys, not sure what these things are. There's some cylindrical things on the table with a small rectangular thing next to them. Checking memory banks. Pair, 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 pair. Not sure, sure, sure. The small cylindrical tubes have attributes. Read them off. I can cross-correlate them with Robbie. Brown, brown, brown. Tubular, apparent organic material. Closed on both ends. Unidentifying label reading. Uh, uh, uh. Smoke, smoke. La Flora Dominica. La Felicit. Wokata. Oh, it means the dunk. Checking. Wait, wait. Think I have something. Wait. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I am a HAL 9000 computer. <laughs> Just kidding. Goober. Goober, stop fooling around. While you were screwing around, I got it, maybe. Can you measure it? Yes. With my laser measuring scanner, I see it six inches in length. It has time. Restart. Yes. With my laser measuring scanner, I see it seven inches in length, and it's seven by 48. Ring size? Well, let's look it up. Got it. It's a cigar. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, guys. I don't know what any of that means. Wait, there's more. The source says this object is a session-style cigar with tons of flavor and a strength level that makes for a comfortable all-day smoker. Smoke? I do really like the sound of that. The only reference I have to smoke is when one of us burns up. Not good. But wait, that sounds interesting. I mean, if I were the boss. So, this is an organic thing that gets smoked. What in Pascal's name is that about? So the boss smokes these, I guess. Yeah, I was researching that while you guys were blabbing over your aerial serial ports. Serial ports. Serial, serial. Apparently, that's what the small metallic rectangular object is. Something called a lighter. And it produces an ionizing stream of superheated gas to ignite the cigar. Robbie, I don't know what that means, but it does make me want to try one. Affirmative. Oops. I mean, yes. Apparently these things are full-flavored, medium-bodied cigars. Well, let's then. Robbie, how about you looking this up? How does a human smoke a cigar? Okay, I'm on it. Opening data stream. This might take a while. Okay, got it. Yeah, that took what felt like a million cycles, but I got it, I think. Okay, Robbie, what do you have? Well, apparently, humans inhale the smoke from a cigar. 
Well, not inhale exactly, but instead they draw the smoke inside themselves for a few seconds and then blow it out. Smoke? That would suggest that the thing is on fire. I wouldn't believe that only one end is on fire because if both ends were on fire, the human would be damaged, you know, like us. If we catch fire, that's a serious malfunction occurring. Yes, that checks too. The thing has to be lit only on one end. I found lots of references to candles being lit on both ends, but luckily this isn't a candle, according to all the data I'm seeing. This is a cigar. Okay, so now this is becoming logical. I like that. Be logically, the hot streaming gas device is what lights the cigar. What did they call that? A lighter. And according to some reputable online data sources, it's easy to work. You pick it up, press a button, and yahoo! Hot ionized gases begin emitting from a port. That is how you light a cigar. You bring the gas column into near contact with the cigar and organic material then begins to chemically burn, emitting smoke. That sounds easy enough. Both are you and I have mechanical hands. You can do it then. Yes, I will do it. That leaves a few questions then. The cigar gets set on fire by the lighter. Check. Once lit, the human has to draw the smoke in. How do they do that? Oh, that's easy. Every human has a number of input-output ports. Four if you count the nose as one port. What are the other ports? Let's, uh, not go there. The port they use is called the mouth. The mouth? You mean that thing that moves when they talk to us and themselves? Yes, so they use the mouth to draw on the smoke and do what they call enjoying the cigar. Relationships are a lot like algebra. You always look at your eggs and try to figure out why. Shut up, buddy. No, not right now, buddy. So what port will we use? Let's try the parallel port. I'll try. Here, hand me the cigar. Are you? RA1Pi clanks over to the table, picks up one of the cigars, and hands it to I12B. I-1-2-B takes the cigar and jams it into his parallel port. Pieces of cigar fall all around as the cigar refuses to enter the port with its small rows of pins standing in the way. The cigar starts to deform a little and then the robot pulls it away from the port. Well, that certainly does not work. Let me try another port. The USB port is too small. Maybe the serial port. I-1-2-B jams the cigar into the smaller serial port. It sticks and hangs loosely. Hurry, light it before it falls out. I'm on it. Hold still. RU-81-Pi lifts the lighter, flicks it, and a hot flame emerges from the top of the lighter. RU-81-Pi lifts it to the dangling cigar and lights the end of the cigar. Start puffing. Hurry. Start what? Puffing? You mean initiate an ongoing, outgoing data stream from the board? I-12B begins to attempt to send and receive data. Nothing happens. The cigar smokes a little on its own and then falls to the floor. The robots all look at it, dejected. Just then, the door to the lab opens and Dr. Smith enters the room, followed by Dr. Kildare. They both stop in their tracks when they see the robot standing around a cigar on the floor, gazing down at the still smoldering cigar. What in the hell? <laughs> Don't tell me. You guys tried to smoke a cigar? 
there's tobacco all over the floor. And the one robot has your lighter. You guys really tried to smoke a cigar? Yes, Master. Okay, look. You want to know what this is all about? Dr. Kildare and I will smoke these cigars right now, and we'll talk to you as we smoke them. And we'll tell you all about them. How's that? New bosses are the best. We will listen. The two scientists take a seat and pick up the other cigars and light them and begin to tell the robots all about them. So Larry, uh, this is a La Flor Dominicana La Volcada. And, uh, well, you're supposed to put some information out there, you know? Oh, I, yes, I will. This thing is, uh, you said it, it's a, uh, what, ring size 7 by 40? No, 7 by 48 no. or 49? 49, I believe. 48, ring 48. gates, 48. 48. Yeah, so ring gates, 48. And as the robots have talked about this, La Volcada means the dunk. The dunk. The dunk. So here we are smoking the dunk. And uh, I'll let Larry talk about the attributes, but I just want to talk about what it looks like right now. It's a longer, thinner type cigar. It's 7 by 48. Yeah. The band is black, basically a background of black, with a white border and then a red border. And it says it's essentially two bands. The bottom band says La Volcada. And the top band, of course, is the LFD La Flor Dominicana uh, emblem. Very nice looking. It's, it's an attractive band. Yeah, what is that silhouette behind the LFD? Can you make out what that, that is? That looks like Timothy Leary. Oh, you said LFD. That I can't see. It looks like somebody doing something to somebody, and I don't want to well, say. Well, my, my first one, you glance at it, it looks like a, uh, a matador. It could be. I could Is be it? Wrong. I don't know. That's what. I thought. Maggie, could you give us some insight on this? see that. Our expert just walked in. She just flew in from Venezuela. And boy, are her arms tired. Can you see it? It's hard to see. It's in. I have no idea what yeah, that's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so where's this from, Larry? Well, it's from uh, the Dominican Republic. And they make this in the Tabacalera La Flor SA. That's the factory. The wrapper is a Mexican San Andreas. Binder is Ecuadorian Corojo. The filler is a Dominican Republic. And this is what what they would they would call this a Churchill. Viota? Yeah, a, a Vitola Churchill. Yeah. And if you bought these... What would you pay? What do you end up paying for one of these? Uh, it retails, depending on what part of the country, between 11 and $12. Yeah. And these were released in December 6, 2017. They've not been around a, a terrible long time. As a matter of fact, I've not seen one of these. Kind of rare, aren't they? Yeah. I stopped down the other day. Our dear friend George down in Penn, Ohio. I stopped down. By the way, he is... He's open, but he's not open. You, you can go in, grab your cigars, and leave. There's no smoking in the uh, establishment. But he was kind enough. He said, I said, hey, George, what do you got as far as a, a boutique cigar? And he goes, hey, I just got a box of these in. I get one or two boxes they allocate me for the year. Try them out. So I want to shout out George. Thank you very much, George, for the cigars. And where is George at? Downtown Sharon on Vine and State, yeah. right on the main drag. And that's Sharon, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's got a great place there. Uh, we've been there several times. And we did a remote from there. And Larry, I have to tell you that even though the, uh, I'm wrong, I have to correct myself. I said that this was the dunk, like the basketball dunk. It's not. It's a dunk, all right. 
but it's a dunk in the tango dance. Oh. If you're dancing and you do a dunk, it's a volcada. The volcada. Okay. Wow. So it's named after like the when you Yeah, yeah. When that's you, the volcano. You take your Yeah. Your when you partner, partner and dip them down. Dip them down and, 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 yeah. And jerk them back up. And twist them around. And, twist them so this yeah, it's a tribute. It's it's a um, it's a tribute to Uruguay's tango heritage. The uh, inventor of the cigar, uh, Lido Gomez, grew up in Uruguay and loved tango, so he's honoring his hometown. So there you go. This is a sweet cigar. There's a spicy and sweet to this, isn't it? There's nothing harsh about it. No, I'm really surprised. Well, let's talk about the appearance first of all. Believe it's a, it's a Maduro wrapper, and there's a little sheen to it. There's a slight sheen to it. It looks like leather. Yes, yes. Wouldn't you say? Yes. It's a nice brown, leathery color. Yeah. Nice rolling. I mean. It's so on our rating sweet. system, one through five, what would you give it? This one, uh, I'm going to give this a 4.5. A four. There's Greg. 4.5. Four appearances. The next one's the draw. The draw is superb. I got to give this a five. Yes. One Thank to five, five excellent. Yep. The draw is amazing. I don't have to work. Such an easy draw, but it's not a loose pack. It's not too tight, right. but it's not really mushy. You know, it's no. not mushy in the fingers. No. So this is well constructed. It comes back. Yeah, it's a, yeah. a well-made cigar. So the draw is great. The flavor, you touch mm. base on it. I think you got. Oh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm getting spice. I'm getting sweetness. I'm getting some red pepper. Some coffee. I'm getting coffee in this. Maybe a little molasses flavor in here. This is this is actually delicious. It is. This is a great flavored cigar. If you ever had that Thai soup with coconut milk and you know they put the Thai chilies in like there with the for the chili. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a balance between you know. You're trying to describe the multiple flavors, but they balance out correctly. Correct. Yeah, but they're not wimpy flavors, not at all. This is a strong cigar. This is on the top end of strength. It is. You don't notice that it's that strong. It's just really good. It kind of blends all together. Yeah. And, and again, I, I do want to say that there is a, like a peppery spice to this, too, which really wraps it up. You know, if you're going to ask me for ratings on this, I'm going to say one to five. I'll go five. And I don't okay. do that often. This is really good. That's two fives. The value. Given that this is about $11 a stick, we have smoked cigars that are much more expensive, haven't we? And they haven't been this good. I wouldn't have expected this kind of flavor out of an $11 cigar. So value. I'm going to give this a, I'm going to actually say five. Yeah, I agree with you. How often have we given anything a five for value? Maybe a few, but this is a clear five. Excellent cigar. And I noticed that it does have 90 ratings. So the overall, the overall was zero to 100, 100 of the best. Man, I'm going to give this a, a 94. 94? Yeah. 90, 91, that's where I'm at. So if we average it out, it could be about a 92 overall. Canoeing the Dog Rocket rates this as a 92. There we go. And this is the La Flor Dominica La Volcada, or the Tango Dunk. The Tango Dunk. That's what this that graphic is. is. That it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a guy and he's dipping got, a girl. He's got her on the back and yeah. She's, there we go. Da da da. 
So give us some time here, folks. We do we do come up with the answers. We finally, it just takes a little time. We catch on eventually, don't yes. we? Yes. Yeah. There we have it. Episode number 12 of Canoeing the Dog Rocket. Any shout-outs? Just once again, I want to thank George. Everybody continue to stay safe out there. We appreciate you listening in. We will continue to evolve. If you have any uh, suggestions, give a shout-out to us. And hope to see you in the cigar shop soon. Take care. Excellent. Bye-bye.